Hello. Hi. Uh, my name is Emma. My name's Antonella. And you are listening to More Than Meets the Eye. Where we help you see the world through a more aesthetically pleasing lens. So More Than Meets the Eye is a podcast about aesthetics. Um, we break down different aesthetics from different times and moments and history and culture. We also sometimes take a look at movies and books and TV shows and talk about those. We haven't done TV shows. I don't know why I said that. And we look at how those aesthetic elements influence the film, the book, the TV show itself, uh, and where they come from. Mm-hmm. But today we're just doing a regular old aesthetic, which is... Mermaid core slash siren core. Mm. But mainly mermaid core. <laughs> yes. Love a mermaid moment. Okay, so Antonella, if you had to tell me about mermaid core slash siren core in one sentence, what would you say? I would describe it, I would describe mermaid core as kind of an ethereal, romantic take on boho or bohemian style. Um, Lots of like iridescent motifs. Kind of like in the same vein, we haven't talked about ballet core yet, but in the same vein as ballet core, it's very feminine, romantic, but beachy. It's not Coconut Girl, to be clear. We did Coconut very different. Girl. This very is, different. But it's it's the beach, but it's a different kind of beach. Right, right, right. <laughs> that was more than a sentence, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Would you agree with this assessment? Yeah, I think, yeah, no, not even I think so. I completely agree. <laughs> um, I think from what I'm gathering about it, um, it also, like, is very much influenced by the ending of the pandemic and the return to vacationing and going to resorts um, and kind of trying to embrace, like like you said, an ethereal uh, statement when doing that kind of thing. Um, and it's, like, very... Uh, very popular in haute couture right now. Yes. Which I think is interesting. And for kind of like the past two or three years, it's been like popping up, uh, which is cool. Have you had an experience with this style or have you taken it into your personal style at all in the past two years or when you were a child? It's an interesting question because I think before kind of preparing for this episode, I don't think I knew much about it or like you know I think like you know what I take that back because like pearl makeup I feel like pearlescent makeup has been kind of a thing for a while too that's like a big part of mermaid core um and I think like unknowingly I've kind of like really indulged in pearl pearlescent makeup pearlescent like nail polish that kind of stuff um but I think like like I said unknowingly so not consciously yet have I included it? How about you? Yes, I definitely feel the unconscious part of it, but I mean, I was definitely like a mermaid girl as a kid, right. so I have to <laughs> I have to mention that. Like, right. I feel like there was like three categories. You were like uni- into unicorns, fairies, or mermaids. Oh yeah, I was um, which is probably not surprising. No, that's not surprising. Um, I was like... But yeah. You said unicorns. I was like, oh, I'm not a unicorn girl. I wonder what the other one is because I don't think I was a mermaid girl. I was like, oh, damn, yeah. Yep. I was a 
there yeah you no the, that's just a very you have to you're fall into those categories um but yeah it was 100 percent mermaid girl ariel's yeah. my favorite favorite disney princess right yeah i just was very obsessed with also the idea of becoming a mermaid like i wanted that for myself or i really thought it was gonna happen um also it could still love, yeah and, and you know what happen. i'm still holding on to <laughs> Um, I'm I'm rooting for you, you know. <laughs> One but, day your yeah. tail will kick it. <laughs> no, I I wish. Um, but yeah, no, I think I was always attracted to that kind of aesthetic. Like there was, I feel like I got like mermaid books as a kid, and that yeah. kind of embodied this like mermaid core aesthetic a right. lot. So I've always I've been into it. Right. Um, but I think yeah, I think I'm adopting it in more unconscious ways because it's kind of just naturally in trend right now yeah so many fairy books as a kid oh my god yes but i really loved like this is gonna sound this is like not gonna be a surprise to anyone i really loved like the celtic fairy books in particular like those were like i was like this is everything to me as a child there were so many good like i don't know if you ever had those like big books you would get at like barnes and noble or something i I know exactly what you're talking about yeah yeah i think like i don't know and they were just like these like usually just about like they were interactive books yep. so they usually had like little stories and like mm-hmm. notes to read and like yeah you could like, pull pictures. it out yeah yes. like little envelopes best. we also had like a dragon one which we loved um they were so they were cool ones yeah those were the best Obsessed. yeah there's probably a name for those kind of books which now sure after this series yeah yeah i'm gonna like google that anyway <laughs> anyways so um, we did a quick summary of the aesthetic, but let's, like, break it down a little bit more okay. for people who still don't know what it is. Right. What would you say are, like, the core elements of this aesthetic? It's funny because I felt like it has very specific colors in particular. Like, you said it's different from, we were saying it's very different from Coconut Girl, and I think the biggest difference is the colors, because Coconut Girl was, like, pinks and oranges and yellows, and, like, Mermaid Core is, like, blues and, like, sea blues and, like, greenish blues, like, just lots of blue, but, like, the most, like, oceany, like, beachy blue that you can get, um, not, like, kind of almost more, like, uh, like a darker set of blues, too. Yeah, like, jewel tones. Yeah. Almost. The only thing that's in your face is, like, the shimmeriness. Everything else is very, like, low-key. Yeah. And obviously there's, like, shells, too, which is, like, a little bit more on the nose of, like, mermaid core. But, like, it's it's kind of a little bit more glamorized. and. But seashell, the seashell bra, the style, like, seashell Mm -hmm. in the outfit, like, that is also a part of, like, at least the fashion side of it, like, seashells. But also, yeah, I think seashells in general. Fishtails, too. Like, almost, like, the silhouette of the fishtail, if nothing else, is, like, important to... Right. It's a lot of, like, even, like, things that invoke, like, that kind of imagery. Like, very flowy fabrics, sheer fabrics. Like, honestly, like, crochet that looks like netting. Yes. Well, so this is a very fashion-based aesthetic. I feel like fashion makeup hair kind of aesthetic as opposed to like sometimes we do more like media-based aesthetics right Um, because i think this i mean maybe important to 
to know is like it's honest it's less so like a new aesthetic and more so the same silhouettes and general style just kind of more of like a a specific tone added to it like mermaid like we had grunge fairy like I think it's almost in the same same line as that it's just like slightly more specified so it's not like a new aesthetic where we're like breaking down history or anything but right yeah, no, I agree with you. But yeah, you were saying crochet, which kind of surprised me that crochet was, like, so important to mermaid core. But it, it's, it is, and it kind of makes sense when you see it, like, applied to the aesthetic. It, it's very, like, it makes sense in mermaid core. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots. And also makeup, too. Like, yeah. I feel like that, you were talking about pearlescent makeup. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that is one of the ways it's really coming through. If you're not familiar with it, you've definitely, I feel like, seen all the very, like, wet, dewy makeup looks that have yeah. been so popular recently. And, like, that is channeling mermaid core. Yeah, really. exactly. Also sequins. Like, I feel like sequins are yes. kind of having a comeback. And like big I, sequence. Big sequence. And I think part of that is actually Mermaid Core's influence. Like, because sequence can give off this, like, scaly, like, fishy, I guess, vibe. Um, like, they work really well in Mermaid Core. And also, sequins are just great. I am also, I'm actually a sequin girl. And, like, I think I always have been. So, like, when I see sequins, I'm just like, ooh, I want to, like, you know run my hands through that <laughs> i feel like i thought sequins like that were kind of like cheesy for a while like giving like hannah montana but oh, yeah. i really i really like its recent comeback and i like kitschy yeah. stuff too but i do like how it's like a lot of like those like big sequence skirts are so popular yeah. right now and i think it's it's funny to see it like happening at the same art possibly influencing mermaid core yeah so antonella um We've kind of talked about what it looks like, but, like, where has Mermaid Core existed before? Where has it been seen? Where is it seen today? Can you give me some examples? I think I said before that I think this aesthetic has a similarity to bohemian and kind of grunge elements. Right. It's very messy, effortless, lots of, like, drapery and muted tones. I feel like it's cleaner. A slightly more, like, dolled up. Right. Which I think I think it kind of makes sense that it has those influences because we are seeing like again a, a 2010s kind of resurgence. So that has right. that. I think it's it's pulling from that kind of bohemian 2010s style, but modernized, of course. And right. I think it's just a, no, another like an extreme version of what we've been seeing again, like with grunge fairy. Which right. was not that long ago. Well, it's interesting, like, the push for less, like, realistic fashion, I guess. Like, more, like, experimental and more fantastical fashion choices, you know? Like, even when we're, like, it feels like we're kind of coming out of maximalism. Like, I don't think we're going back to minimalism, but I think, like, there is this kind of freedom in you don't have to be wearing, like all beige and like a suit every day you know like you can have fun with it um which i think is is cool in like fashion right now yeah i like that there's like a little story attached to it i think it's fun like or a character attached to it speaking of story i did do a little research into just kind of history of mermaids in general yeah so it actually like dates all the way back to the ancient greek myth of the siren which um sirens were like 
the ones who would like call the sailors in and then eat them um which is lovely there's like kind of like a, a broad history of sirens in general um actually the earliest uh mermaid legend is from syria in 1000 bc bce yeah wow um her name was atar atar so she was an assyrian goddess of the moon fertility and water and she dove into the lake to take the form of a fish, but she was very beautiful, so all the gods would only let her bottom half turn into a fish. And that is how we got our first legend of a mermaid. Very cool. And then, of course, there's the famous um, Hans Christian Andersen's The Little Mermaid, which the Disney movie is based on. And that's interesting, because that's, like, the true story is, like, a much darker yes. tale. Which I think, honestly, like, that kind of... I think Mermaid Core currently is pulling more from that darker... yeah edgier view of it less less so like coconut girl like we said like disney i don't know like aquamarine right 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 um but yeah i also think like i don't know that adder goddess one um like she just seems really cool and i like that like it's interesting that it goes back that far but it kind of pops up all over the place um which is funny how i was listening to this podcast shout out to other podcasts um, <laughs> and they were talking about like unicorns and how unicorns kind of popped up all over the map in separate places at separate times and like that's so interesting like why a unicorn though? right and then like why a mermaid too but it's like were these things actually being passed you know like stories being passed or, but they're popping up all over the place so like maybe they existed maybe they existed Antonella like, do you believe in mermaids I think so it could be I could I could. I could. I. <laughs> I feel like I sound like a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there is. I watched like this, like, I don't know, documentary about like. Did you ever see <laughs> no, that? No, but I like you how documentary? you were tentative about calling it a documentary. Like, I'm very <laughs> curious to hear what this is. So this guy, yeah, talking about, like, how he, like, this, like, deep sea, like, mapper. He maps the ocean floor. And he's talking about his experience with, like, possible, like, other life at the very bottom of the ocean floor. And he said it was, like, super creepy. And he thinks that there's, like, mermaid-esque creatures down there. That's crazy. But I don't think they're, like, cute at No. All. I think they're kind of, like, demonic, actually. And they live um, in the they're living dark, in, like, so they're probably yeah. freaky. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I think I think there could be another little... Here's, here's my thing. If you were like, listen up, Emma. I saw a mermaid. Mermaids are real. Like, I'm not even joking. I would be like, dope. You know, like, that's great. That's really cool. But, like... No one's really come to me with that information yet. So, like, that's the mm-hmm. only reason why. I, I wouldn't say I believe in them right now, but I, that's why I said I could believe in them. Because <laughs> if you were like, here's right. evidence, or I saw a mermaid, like, legitimately. I might think you, like, are having a stroke, but I also might think that, like, I might believe you. I don't know. Like, I don't mm-hmm. see why not. You're willing to, to really? you know, yeah. look into it. Because you, we've all seen those movies where the person doesn't believe, and then they're, like, the first one to get killed. And it's like, you should have just believed uh but you talked about the little mermaid yes. and it's so funny because that new the reboot's coming out or live action is coming out this year so honestly very like it's funny how that's all there's just a lot of like mermaid 
motifs happening in culture there are and that's i think like i think the little mermaid uh reboot with halle bailey is like a really big push especially like if you look at the trailers like she has the more like you know darker aesthetic like with the dark blue fin and like the i don't know like it's not she's not like it's not like bright and poppy colors it's like very like blue and like kind of mysterious you know they're trying to make yes. it yes there's like some nuance yeah, yeah, yeah. to it a little bit um and other and some like fashion brands actually the blue marine is this brand i don't know if you're familiar no. with them but their spring summer 23 campaign is literally models and mermaid tails so it's just funny like i feel like it's all kind of happening at once yeah. and also i don't know if you know the brand mirror palais so their most their newest collection is called the siren or it's called something the siren um and they have like some really interesting like sheer pieces with drapery that looks like water oh, yeah i see it oh crazy so. yeah i also gathered some information on kind of like when it started popping up a couple years ago you know versace 2021 uh spring summer 2021 like that was like probably the furthest back in the past couple years that like you can really see like new mermaid core stuff and then there's Portia hall is a tiktok creator and she started doing like mermaid inspired makeup in general like just look up her stuff because her makeup things are like crazy like she does like such like cottage corey like mermaidy stuff like it's very 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 cool and then I also saw an interesting point that if you look at the Golden Globes from this year, a lot of the outfits were actually, like, mermaid core style, like, I think it was, like, Jessica Chastain's dress is, like, seashells, like, it's crazy. Yes, oh my goodness. It's, like, a scallopy yeah, it's crazy. style. That's so, so cool. Michelle Williams, too. Like, it's definitely, like, something that's coming in, especially dresses, like, I feel like in, like, this the realm of like dresses it's especially big oh yes that's so i love michelle williams dress yeah it's like seafoam that's yeah 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 mm-hmm. Yeah. wow that's so cool yeah i did it's actually more mermaid core than i yeah. thought i would see actually. already which is like yeah. yeah so can you tell me a little bit more about like maybe specific examples of this aesthetic in like pop culture so I did mention Aquamarine as being more coconut girl esque, which I think I think it has elements of mermaid court in it though, specifically towards the end of the movie where she dresses up for like the I don't know if it's like a school dance or something. Um, I think that final look that Aquamarine wears, she wears this kind of like. I think it's like sequency dress right. and her she has like the blue streaks in her hair of course I'm obsessed um I think that embodies mermaid core um despite the rest of the movie being very like 2000s right. you know vibes but this is the one with a major heartthrob I forgot about him um Raymond Raymond um I think h2o might be even more like leading to siren core than like aquamarine honestly i think the i think h2 had like some darker elements to it which like made it more like siren yeah. core whereas like 
Aquamarine's a little too happy bubbly. for all that. Yeah. They actually <laughs> have, like, bubbly. life issues in H2O. <laughs> right. And they go to, like, that cave yeah. and, like, do, like, rituals and stuff. Like, that. that's some siren stuff. Love that show, though. Yeah, I know. I used to really like this show, actually. Even though I was a fairy girl, I still like this show a lot. You made an exception. I did. <laughs> oh, one other one that I guess it could be like in between coconut girl and mermaid core too but i didn't think of this when we were talking about coconut girl and i did think of it for mermaid core was mamma mia oh that's a good one actually and i feel like like mamma mia not applying to coconut girl but apply like that kind of makes sense you know yeah there's something a little bit more like romantic and sophisticated about the style in Mamma Mia. Yeah. And, yeah, I think that it really fits a lot. But I think in general, like, that Mamma Mia style, that European summer yeah. look is, like, super popular right now yeah. as well. Um, and that could easily fit into mermaid core. I think so, yeah. But also, like, doing research, I was like, man, there's not enough mermaid movies. Like, what's going need on? some more. I bet you after, uh, what's it called? The Little Mermaid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When that comes out, I bet there's going to be more. I hope so. I'm yeah. like dying out here. I can't just keep rewatching Aquamarine and H2O. <laughs> I need something else. But would you say Shape of Water falls oh, into this? Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. I didn't even think of Shape of Water. Yeah. Little fish dude. I... It was struggling to find like music specifically that would fit into this. I kind of took the approach of thinking about like singers themselves who give me like siren okay. energy. And nice. I was thinking Lana Del Rey. I think she has a very siren esque voice. And I feel like we say her for like, I at least mention her every, almost every other core. Because yeah. <laughs> I think she's just so, I think, I just think her music and her style just invokes so much, like, imagery. Yeah. And it just, like, it just fits into so many things. Right. Um, I also thought of FKA Twigs. I think she's yeah. a very, she just has a siren energy to her. Hypnotic. Right, right, right. <laughs> Maybe in a similar vein, like, Stevie Nicks as well. Like, these kind of, like, female singers who have, like, this, like, ethereal energy to them. Um, which I think is great. Um, I wonder if they have anything astrology-wise in common with each other. Um, that would be cool to look up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, to, like, look into, yeah. I feel like I, like, there's this one book that talks a lot about Stevie Nicks. Um, and I didn't finish the book because I was, like, listening to it on tape. But, um, who says that? Um, but she was talking, I, I, like, can't remember if she was talking about Stevie Nicks's like, um astrology chart because um she was talking a lot about like witches and stuff too it was it's a really cool book i want to go back and read it It was called white magic um but it's really cool okay one my one contribution which i literally just thought of for music is um dvorak is a czech composer from like late 19th early 20th century i think um really famous for like new world symphony but that's not related but if you heard New World Symphony, you'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be like, I know this. Yeah. Um, he has a opera called Rusalka, 
Um, R-U-S-A-L-K-A. It's about a mermaid. Yeah. And his music, he writes really beautiful music. So, like, um, his, like, of course, it's, like, a beautiful opera. So, Tenetum would recommend Rusalka by Dvorak. So, now that we've done all of our research, would you say that you would participate in this aesthetic or incorporate it into your style in some way? I think I would more, like, especially, like, makeup. But, like, if I found a dress that, like, aligned with it, I think I would. I think it would be, like, a only for, like, special occasions type of look for me. But um, I love the dark blue. Like, I love the pearlescent, the sequins. Like, I, I think that's all great. So I think I would. What about you? I think so as well. I think it's not... I like the idea of it. I don't think it's, like, my true yeah. style. But definitely incorporating it, like, accessories. Like, I love all the kind of pearly jewelry and yeah. stones. Yeah. Um, I like that part of it, for sure. Right. Um, but, like, as an entire look, no. But definitely elements. Okay. Gonna keep true to my mermaid roots. Yeah. <laughs> controversially i've never been a crochet wear kind of gal okay like not at all like i'll Hot do knit wears because you know i got my air and sweaters and everything but my irish sweaters but <laughs> i'm not really a crochet kind of person do you though like not just you like in general do you see this aesthetic like growing in like the current pop culture climate like where do you see it going i think it'll just be more subtle notes of it i don't think it's and definitely the i think once the live action movie comes out it'll be a lot more become maybe more like we'll see more gimmicks with it maybe like halloween costumes but i don't really see it like sustaining itself you know as like a full Mm -hmm. true aesthetic for a long time okay i actually disagree um because i feel like it's kind of been building up for the past couple years to me that speaks to it not being a micro trend like it's not one of these things that all of a sudden like comes out of nowhere is super popular and then kind of dies down i think also like weirdly enough it feels like we're moving away from micro trends it feels like micro trends wear a micro trend in themselves which is weird i hope i really hope so i yeah i think generally yeah micro trends will be gone but but like i feel like this because it's been around for the past couple years and like i just only see it getting bigger after the movie i feel like we still get like three or four more years out of this one actually um but i do think we're like kind of hitting the peak like we're gonna get to the peak of it around when the little mermaid comes out which is in may um which is cool back to what we were just talking about though that you asked about the personal um in my own aesthetic um I did write this note and I do agree with it and I want to share it is that I struggle in warm weather wear. I am definitely a fall and winter clothing girl and spring clothing girl, but like hot weather really like I usually don't know how to dress myself. Um, I don't know, like it's just confusing to me. So I, that's when I tend to fall into like trends because like that makes the most sense to me. But I feel like if I like was kind of like, ooh, I should go for like a mermaid core thing, like I feel like that would actually like... I would like what I was wearing better and, like, would feel like I actually was achieving some kind of look, you know. Right. I definitely feel that. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, I think it's like a, it's a nice, it's a more interesting way yeah. to dress in the summer. Like there's, there's something more to it. Yeah. I'm excited. My younger self would love this. Yeah. And I still, I still love it. Um. <laughs> yes. I also think it's cool and I'm excited to like see if, if it does go somewhere, which I feel like it will, I'm excited to see where it goes. Me too. I'm excited to see the extreme versions of it too. Yeah. Like people doing like a full mermaid look yeah. and just getting really into it. But yeah, hopefully that explained everything mermaid about core. mermaid core. Yeah. Hopefully you have a better picture in your mind of what it is. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening. We appreciate your time. Um, thank you to Acast for hosting us. Thank you to um, our living abodes for letting us live um i don't know thank you to mom and dad <laughs> just going down the list shout out this is my uh, award acceptance speech right now um no but like yeah thank you Antonella, for helping me make this happen oh thank you mama <laughs> all right and we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks thank you to Vanessa ryan for our intro outro music it is awesome Yay. Okay, right. see you guys in two weeks. In two weeks. Bye-bye.